You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. And welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi, and this is podcast episode number 1085. According to CNBC, almost 49%, 49% of all Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. So it's no wonder many people are always searching for the key to success. I've invited author Clint Arthur to be on the radio show to go over how you can up your speaking game. He joins us to discuss how you can adapt five things we can all say to walk on the path of success. Clint, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. Donald Trump would not be more excited to be on this show if he were seated right between Kim Jong-un and Hillary Clinton on the gallows. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> what a great way to kick it off. I don't even know what to do with that except move on past it. Um, why, do you think, why do you think people are afraid to be straightforward with what they want in life? Nobody wants to offend anybody. Nobody wants to be thought of as mean or a hard, a hard butt. They only want to be thought of as a nice person. So, unfortunately, they don't know how to express themselves in a way that's going to get what they want without stepping on toes or making them look foolish or too tough. Do you think they learned this growing up or this is something that was taught to them in school? Or what is the genesis of that desire not to offend? I believe it happens in elementary school when your teacher says to you, when you're not writing in your notebook, you're supposed to sit at your desk with your hands folded in front of you like nice boys and girls. Do you ever have that? Well, it's been quite a while since I was in grade school, but I uh, seem to remember something like that. Sure. So so yeah. you, you are saying it's it's somewhat culturally taught in the United States? Teachers are prioritizing the establishment of nice boys and nice girls. That's what their number one job is, to produce nice boys and nice girls who will go into the workforce and be good little boys and good little girls and do what they're told to do so that the wheels of commerce can churn. And that's very nice for the industrial age. But in this age, when you need to stand out if you're going to stay in business right? and you need to be able to get your voice heard in a marketplace landscape, which is just crowded, crowded, crowded with all kinds of avatars and over 5,000 marketing messages per day. How do you do that by being a nice boy or a nice girl? That's impossible. You have to stand out. And when you look at celebrities, they're quite often the bad boys and the bad girls. That's how they stand out, by getting in trouble. Well, I say there's an easier way to stand out, and that's by being an outstanding speaker. And the best way to speak with a voice that gets heard is to play a game that I've invented called the speaking game. Okay, and we're, we're going to get to that in a minute, but before we do, what was the inspiration for writing this book? I wanted to capture all of the secrets that I teach in my very expensive speaking seminars. It's called either VIP speaker training or extreme VIP speaker training. I got a lot of very wealthy, high net worth people paying me a lot of money. And I wanted to just memorialize all the things that I do and teach them about how I make seven figures a year as a speaker. And, and this is what I call the lowest hanging fruit of being a seven-figure speaker, the easiest stuff you can do to make more money every time you open your mouth. 
So why did you pick the title Speaking Game? It's actually a game. It's a game that you play while you speak. And if you play the game, then you become a speaker who has more game. Mm -hmm. You know, you become a baller. And when you can speak with more game, when you can market yourself as a speaker with more game, then you end up having more impact, influence, and income. So you have a direct correlation, causality maybe, between um, someone who is an effective speaker and someone who's able to earn a good living. Is that a fair assessment, Clint? Anybody who makes a lot of money is usually very adept at communicating powerfully. And in this day and age, the easiest way to communicate is with your mouth. Because if you can communicate with your mouth talking, then you can have all of that transcribed into different media. Right. It could become an audio program. It can become a video program. It can become a written program. All of it starts with the mouth, as far as I'm concerned. And even as a writer, I've written 22 best-selling books. Speaking Game is just the most recent one. And I write everything just by speaking these days. So you dictate it uh, orally then, huh? That's awesome. Um, I, yeah. We, we've got about, oh, let me look, about four minutes for this block, and I wanted, I wanted to see if you could share kind of the five things that many people say that negatively affect their opportunity to earn money. The first thing you should never, ever say is, let me think about it. <laughs> that will definitely decrease your ability to earn money because what that's going to do is force the salesperson to have to follow up with you and ask you, well, do you want it or not? And really what, what people mean when they say, let me think about it, is no, but they just don't have the courage to say no. <laughs> Lack of courage is also going to hold you back in your income-producing abilities. So I say have more courage, be more direct, say what you really mean. When you mean no, say no. If you mean yes, then buy it. Don't, don't be afraid to take action. I believe that people who make a lot of money are very decisive and always take action. So don't ask people for time to think about it. The second thing you should never say if you want to make more money is you should think about it. Don't encourage customers or prospects <laughs> to open up those endless loops. Right. Really, encourage them to make a decision. Don't tell me you want to think about it. I know what that means. If you want to say no, give me the no right now. I know that sales is a numbers game. And the sooner I can get to a no, the more quickly I'm going to be able to get to a yes. And then the third thing you should never say if you want to make more money is, I would have, could have, should have. In life, you're going to win, lose, draw, sometimes all three at the same time. And the whole point of it all is to learn lessons. I really believe life is about learning lessons. And if you make a decision that doesn't turn out the way you expected it was going to be or even turns out in a negative way, Learn that lesson and move on. Don't second-guess yourself. Winners don't spend their time lamenting over, oh, it could have been better, it could have been better. Uh-uh. <laughs> Winners move forward and learn their lessons. And then the fourth thing you should never say is, let me give you a discount. People who make a lot of money don't discount their prices. They charge high prices. They deliver high quality, and they get their price because that's what they expect. And you should always do that, too. As soon as you start discounting, every time I've ever discounted, I've ended up with a lousy client every mm. time, and it's never, ever a good thing. And then the last thing you should never say if you want to make more money is, can I have a discount? Don't be a schnorrer. You should be a baller. You go in, you find the product you want at the right price, and then you pay 
the asking price, and then you negotiate terms. Maybe you want to break it into installments. Maybe you want it delivered faster or later. There are plenty of things to negotiate that are much better than price, and I never have a discount. I always, always am looking for other things that are more powerful than discounts. It's interesting how much of this is really the psychology of how someone approaches their the transactions in their life, the business dealings that they have in their life is is kind of these five uh, ideas that you've shared with us so far, Clint. Whatever you say out of your mouth is coming out of your mind first. Right. Therefore, the psychology of being a successful person is the first part of being a great speaker. Well, and I and and I'll I'll, I'll agree with you, and I'll turn it the other way. Invariably, what I've seen too is. Whatever's in your mind, under the pressure of doing a deal, people blurt it out or un- unintentionally give away something that they know they shouldn't have done. You know, people almost uh, damage themselves with their own bad thinking as it comes out of their mouth. 100%. Whatever you rehearse is the way you're going to play. And whatever's really, really you is what's going to come out under pressure. Right. So, for example... When I met Bill Clinton, I said, sir, can I have a quick photo? I wasn't able to use one of my strategies on him, which is to say, hey. When you say, hey, it's presupposing superiority. When I, when I say, hey, to a person, it, it's, a, it's a real secret ploy to gain positioning above them. Now, when I met Hillary, I said, hey, Hillary, can I get a picture? <laughs> That's not a sexist thing or anything, is it there, John? I mean, that's, no, it's Clint, not. That's it's not, about okay. personal power. Okay. It's about personal power. That's right. exactly what it's about. Okay. Bill Clinton was the president of the United States of America, and that man has tremendous personal power. Hillary Clinton lacks the personal power, in my opinion, based on my experience with them each face-to-face right. when they were at my daughter's college graduation at USC last May. I met them both, and that's what came out under pressure, the real power situation. This is interesting. We're going to have to take our short break here on Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. Uh, Maybe after the break in the next block, we can talk about the five things people should be saying. And uh, we'll see where that leads us. All right, Clint, don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back in like 30 seconds or less from this word from me. Richard Franzi is the author of two popular business books for CEOs. His first book, Critical Mass, The Ten Explosive Powers of CEO Peer Groups, was the first book ever written on the secret value of CEO peer groups. His second book, now with newly updated information, is Critical Mass, The Power of CEO Guiding Principles. Richard's books contain powerful information to help CEOs running middle market companies gain valuable insight to improve their decision-making skills. Richard's books are available as paperbacks or Kindle versions from Amazon.com. To find them, type Richard Franzi in the search box. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi. A great way to stay informed about our amazing guests, like Clint Arthur, is to sign up for our weekly newsletter. Simply go to my website, criticalmass4forbusiness.com. At the bottom of any page, there's a join our mailing list. You put your mailing email address in there. Hit subscribe like magic. You will start receiving our weekly newsletter with highlights of outstanding guests, like the author of Speaking Game, 
Clint Arthur. Before the break, I said I was going to ask you to go the in, the other way and talk about the things that people should be saying when they want to attract wealth and money and be successful. What in your research would you say those things are, Clint? The most important number one thing you must always say if you want to make more money is your full name. Whenever you meet somebody, you'll stick out your hand, shake, and you say, my name is Joe. I never say my name is Clint. I always say my name is Clint Arthur. And every celebrity I've ever met has introduced themselves to me by their full name. I meet celebrities all the time, and they are always full-name celebrities because they always know that their name is their brand, their name is the power. They don't want anyone to mistake them. It wasn't John. It was John Travolta when I met him at the Royal Hawaiian Hotel. It wasn't Brooke. It was Brooke Shields when I met her on the set of the Today Show. It wasn't, it wasn't Snoop. It was Snoop Dogg when I met him at, <laughs> on the red carpet. Okay, so that's right. So start off strong is what I hear you saying and being standing in your own power. What else would you advise our audience of business owners and entrepreneurs to do? Next thing you should always say if you want to make more money is give me the money. Give me the money. Nobody is just going to throw a $100 bill at you because they think you're cute. Well, unless you're at a strip club. But if you're a business person and you want the money, you have to ask for the order. You have to ask for the sale. You have to ask for the PO. You can't just expect people to read your mind and think, oh, this must be the time that he wants me to give him the money. Ask for the money and you'll be a lot better off and get a lot more money than if you just hope for the money. Then the third thing you should always say if you want to make more money is, I'm the only one in the world who does this. Now, I train office speakers, coaches, and entrepreneurs about how to book themselves on TV news and talk show interviews on local TV. I'm the only one in the world who does that. And as a result of that, I've helped more than 750 authors, speakers, coaches, and entrepreneurs to book themselves on more than 3,600 television appearances that I'm aware of so far. Just in the last five years, this really works. And more importantly than the fact that it really works, I'm the only one who does it. And if you want to create celebrity for your personal brand, then you have to use television to do that. And in order to get on local TV for free anytime you want, you got to learn my methodology. And because of that, I make a lot, a lot, of, a lot of money. And then the fourth thing you should always say if you want to make more money is, I don't discount, but I will be happy to give you a bonus. Oh. I, as I said in the last segment, I, you know, anytime that there has been a client who foolishly I gave a discount to in the past, they didn't get a great experience and I didn't feel like they were a great client. Now I don't, I don't extend discounts. I only extend bonuses. If you're not willing to pay the full price, well, you're going to have to move on and find some other alternative because that's not going to work for me. But, for example, if you're an auto mechanic and a guy says, hey, man, these brakes, 500 bucks, isn't that a lot of money? Can't you cut, him, cut, cut a guy a brake, give me him for like 397 or something? And then I would say, if I was out on a mechanic, I can't discount the price. The price is the price, but I'll be happy to detail your car for you. That's a $97 value. And that's a much better way mm. to get a person over the hurdle of price sensitivity. And then the fifth thing you should always say if you want to make more money is, I'm very grateful. I am so grateful. I'm walking around in sunny Orlando right now. It's a beautiful day. I travel the world talking to people, speaking making lots of money, working with high-level clients who are all very passionate about what they do. I learn so much from my clients. And my wife and I just have a really great lifestyle. 
just traveling and doing what we want and making lots of money. And we're very, very grateful for the world that we've created for ourselves. And if you express your gratitude, not only will you find you'll probably make more money, but you'll also find that you're a happier person too, appreciating mm. the good things that you have in your life. That's great perspective. Uh, uh, you said earlier in the in the show you you're the author of 22 books. Uh, what advice would you give to our audience of business owners and CEOs who maybe are working on building their personal brand and they see writing a book as a as a part of that? What advice would you give them to write book? Having a book is really really important, but more important even than having a book is being a best-selling author. And I provide that opportunity to a lot of my clients. I, I host these special personal branding events at, up at Harvard Club in Boston or at the NASDAQ Stock Exchange in New York City. And at those events, we include a chapter. We accumulate each person's little speech. Each person gets five minutes to talk. And we add those speeches together into a culmination, which is a book, and then we make that a best-selling book. It's more important to be a best-selling author because everybody today, it seems, has a book, and that's good. I, I think it's really good for you to have a book. I think it's very good for you as an expert to be able to have the discipline to write a book, and a lot of what you will get out of writing the book is just learning the lessons that you will learn from the process of writing the book. But if a person can't write a book, I say at least be a best-selling author by mm. getting a chapter in a best-selling book, and that's a lot quicker and easier than writing a book for a lot of people. So, so you're you're doing a number of different trainings and coachings and, and working with people, but it, it, it feels like to me that it's all around, Clint, at least as we've talked about here on Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcasts, it's really all around about helping them stand in their power and present themselves uh, effectively in the marketplace. Why, again, do you, how do you view speaking, the actual training of the act of speaking, whether it's on stage speaking or keynote speaking, to fit into the rest of what you're doing with your clients? To me, speaking is marketing. Anytime you open your mouth to communicate about what you do, that's marketing. And I honestly believe the marketing of what you do is 100 times more important than what you do. You could be the world's greatest brain surgeon, but if nobody knows about you, unfortunately, a lot of sick people with unhealthy brains are going to be dead because they don't have the value of your expertise. So you have to know how to market yourself. And speaking, I honestly believe, is the best way to generate leads and prospects and turn them into customers. And that is the foundation of my seven-figure mom-and-pop business that I run just my wife and I. We run it off our cell phones and our laptops. And part of that running that seven-figure business is 60 consecutive nights at the Royal Hawaiian Hotel in Honolulu each year, all because of the speaking that I do, which generates a couple hundred clients a year for our various programs and trainings and mentorships. And, and there's no better way that I have found to get high-priced consulting and coaching clients than getting in front of a room and sharing persuasively how you can help people. That's beautiful. If someone listening to us here on octalkradio.net or later on on iTunes or iHeartRadio, one of the other platforms, would like to learn more about your business and, and in the book, Speaking Game, and your other books, how do they find you online, Clint? Where would you say they should go? ClintArthur.tv. Clint, like Clint Eastwood. Arthur, like the king, dot TV, 
because I really, sincerely, from the deep bottom of my heart, believe that the place every entrepreneur needs to be is on television, ClintArthur.tv. Thank you for your time and this rousing conversation about your latest book, Speaking Game. I have really enjoyed our conversation here on Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. Thank you, Clint. Thank you for being a friend of the program, and welcome to the Critical Mass community, my friend. Amen. Keep up the great work. All right. Take care. Have a good day. I'd also like to thank Paul Roberts, who's our engineer for today's show. Joan Park, Chris O'Nunley, and Haley Stern wouldn't be the show without those three. Uh, if you'd like to connect with me on LinkedIn, I'm Richard Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. And my website is criticalmass4forbusiness.com. And very shortly, on March 28th, my book, my latest book, uh, and I'd like to make it, and I will make it a bestseller. It's called Killing Cats Leads to Rats. If it's not March 28th yet, you still have time to go on Amazon.com and purchase the book. If it's past uh, March 28th, you still can go on Amazon.com, and you can buy it as a Kindle, as a paperback, or an Audible audiobook. Just get it to learn how to avoid, reduce, or minimize unintended consequences from infecting your business decisions and ruining your company's performance. Thank you all very much, and we'll be talking to you soon. I hope all of your decisions move your business in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. 